Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. I'm doing this episode because I feel that we have been lied to. Albert Einstein said, the world we have created is a process of our thinking, and it cannot be changed without our thinking. Just change your thinking. Pick a new thought. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. But the key differentiator here, and where I feel that we've been lied to, is that it's not just think different thoughts. What we actually need to do is we need to believe different things. It's not just about doing a thought model or creating new thoughts or even creating new beliefs. A belief is a thought that is practiced over and over and over. It's really, really about the process of unbelieving and actually sitting in belief work. One of my clients was telling me, yeah, I do my belief work for 10 minutes every morning. And I told this client, that's bullshit. That's not belief work. It's being like, yeah, I parented for 10 minutes this morning. No, you're a parent all the time. Belief work is something you do all the time. I know what it feels like to be a confident person, but to still not really have confidence in your beliefs and really, really clutching to that evidence and taking all the actions and being like, I am totally not a basic bitch, but when it comes to the way that you're doing your belief work or believing, you're basic. We really want to try on those thoughts and beliefs because what looks good on the rack doesn't always work in your mind. You want to see how you feel. And I just can't tell you what to feel. Like I can't just feed you a bunch of beliefs and thoughts and be like, go think these things and you're going to have a really awesome life. That would be the number one thing as far as like stop being a basic bitch is you are just a magpie when it comes to thoughts. You're just like, oh, that's a good thought. I'm going to write that down. Ooh, that's another one. Ooh, tell me your thoughts. You're being a thought snatcher. You're not coming up with your own original. And you're also not really letting them marinate and seeing how they look on you. I'm five foot 11. Capri pants, they just don't look good on me. Okay. I have legs for days. Those, my legs look like Vienna sausages. No offense to Vienna sausages, but like, they're not my jam. Clam diggers, no. (laughs) They just don't look good on me. And it's the same thing when it comes to beliefs. You can have a rack of cute tops, but you want to try them on. The other thing that you want to do to not be a basic bitch with your beliefs is, does it click? Do you connect to this? Do you feel good in this? Or is it icky? Get personal with it and decide what you like. Don't hop on the pumpkin spice latte train. If you don't like it, you don't like it. The other basic bitch thing I see 
y'all doing? We need to practice spending time with your new beliefs every day. I have several processes that I teach my private clients about spending time with your beliefs. I'm going to share one of them with you right now. The first step is to say the new thought or belief out loud. Because remember, tomato, tomato, a belief is just a thought that you think over and over and over again. I want you to say the thought out loud and take a deep breath. And then say it again out loud and take another deep breath. And then say it again out loud and take another deep breath. And a deep breath, I'm thinking like in with your nose. Hold it at the top and then and exhale. And with each breath you take in, pay attention to how that thought feels in your body, what the sensations are, and feeling it deeply. The goal is for you to feel these beliefs in your gut. I would say on average, it usually takes three to six breaths for you to really feel it. And if you don't feel it after that amount of time, if it's really not hitting you in your gut, taking root in your gut by that sixth breath, you might need to try on another belief. That's a very condensed version of the steps that I take with my private coaching clients. We actually have coaching sessions where I do exactly that with them. And I can just see the look on their face and their shoulders go down and just like that, ah. When it finally clicks and that new belief takes root in them, I can just see their face get brighter and lighter like, yes, yes, and I see that spark. One of my mentors, Dr. Joe Dispensia, talks about thoughts are the language of the brain and feelings are the language of the body. So when you're thinking up these purposeful beliefs that you want to be believing, when you're not being a basic bitch, when we're purposefully believing, it's just going to feel so amazing in your body. It's going to feel light. It's going to feel buoyant. And that is what you want to be practicing every day. You really want to sit in belief every day before you get going. And then from that place, see how differently you show up from practicing that. If you want to know more ways that you can do this and to stop being a basic bitch when it comes to your belief work, come explore private one-on-one coaching with me. The best way to do that is on an awaken session. There are details at the end of the this podcast about applying for an awakened session with me. Now, this is really important because what they don't tell you and what I see so many of you falling into this basic bitch when it comes to belief work is that you're like, I did a model and these other thoughts keep coming back. You get to decide Do I want to continue to think, here's an example with one of my clients, that there's never enough time? Like you could, no one is telling you that you can't, but as soon as you try on that thought, there's never enough time, like, oh, how does that feel for you? And really look at what the result of that thinking creates for you. It means that you don't have enough of time for the stuff that matters to you. You're always rushing. It's important for you to see, maybe that's not a thought I want to continue to believe. This is like the, oh my goodness, truth booth, knowledge gem. Maybe it's not a thought I want to continue thinking versus Maybe it's not a thought I want to continue to believe. Brains are going to brain. The real work is, is to stop entertaining them. The real work is to stop believing it. Once you can see that you don't like the result it's creating for you. For example, 
with this client, they wanted to unbelieve that there's never enough time while also learning to believe that there is plenty of time to do what they need to do. It's a two-step process. And there's a bunch of tools that you can use to unbelieve a thought and to start believing a new thought. You can sit in belief with the new thought, feel that new belief. You can also learn how to stay in the shit-tastic thought and really see what that's creating for you so you can't just deny that like, oh no, it's not that bad. There's quite a few tools that you can use to get there. My private clients tell me, I know that you do the work, CLG, and it's an energy that they feel. So I'm not just giving platitudes. I know what it's like to have ingrained in you the worst beliefs and to really feel like they are so true and what it's like to go through transformation. Another basic bitch thing that I hear all the time, I'm sure I've said this too, is you say, I know it's just a thought. But here's the thing. You don't fucking believe that it's just a thought. You don't actually believe that they're optional thoughts. You may have learned to become aware of your thinking. You haven't learned to stop believing your thinking. You can learn how to unbelieve because I'm going to tell you how to do it in this episode. What? Yes. Just because you think it doesn't mean you need to believe it. Just because it's in your head doesn't mean you need to believe it. One of the biggest hangups is thinking that because you did the artist's way and you did your three pages a day, because you found a thought that this is really, really killing my confidence or this is really, really making me resentful, you think that your brain is never going to think it again. And it's like, no, that's not how your brain works at all. We are not lobotomizing ourselves here. Just because you've determined a thought doesn't serve you, it doesn't mean that it's not going to show up again. Brain's going to brain. But here's the difference. The presence of a thought doesn't mean that you need to believe it. Just like every time your toddler asks for candy, doesn't mean you need to give it to them. Same thing with these crappy thoughts. There's some thoughts in here, but I don't need to believe them. The fact that they're there is not a problem. I I will teach you, if you coach with me, how that you can be totally neutral. The thoughts can be there, and you literally do not give a fuck with your windows down and the system up. The process of unbelieving is to understand that just because it's in your head doesn't mean you need to believe it. And by introducing the possibility of believing something different will allow the toddler to let go. It's like a distraction. When they're like, I want this for dinner, and you redirect. You want to do the same thing with your brain. Another basic bitch thing, when you're doing your belief work, you're not being specific. You're just like, I get stuck. I want you to be hyper-specific. I want you to get so specific because you need to recognize the action. I want you pretties to recognize the very specific things that you do and how you're feeling because you are entertaining the shit thoughts and you're believing something you don't want to believe anymore. Like, don't just say, I space out and I go on Instagram. No, no, no. I want to know, how do you space out? Do you go to certain accounts? Do you go online shopping? How much do you buy? How long do you go on? Like, we really, really want to keep track of this because you want to catch yourself in the action of disbelief. Oh, hey, I'm the one who's choosing to believe this and entertain this. It is going to bring so much awareness to what you're doing. We are not immediately jumping into a happy thought. Did you notice that? I did not push you into what do you need to think instead. No, I want you to stay right there and painstakingly show your brain how you are creating this. We want to teach your brain what this thought creates for you. I want you to point out that all of this is optional to your brain, and I want you to also acknowledge that it is a choice to stay there. And if you do that often enough, your brain will finally be like, fine, 
This is coming from me and I want to let it go. And that's when you get to introduce possibility. And you can even introduce possibility when your brain is finally like, I get it. When you are in that full awareness of what you are creating, then you can continue the conversation with, I'm choosing to think this right now, but it's possible to think that something else is true. It's possible that the opposite is true. I don't have to believe this thought. I could believe this different thought over here. And now... When you're also learning how to believe, you come up with more of those thoughts. If you're nodding your head yes, listen closely because I might have the solution you've been searching for. My Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, a six-week, highly individualized, one-on-one coaching experience designed exclusively for perfectionists like you. Your perfectionism is actually your greatest asset and leveraging it can be hard work or take years of guesswork. That's why in Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator, I give you my key frameworks to taking charge of your Ferrari drive, proven to work even for the most type A, high-strung, stubborn perfectionists. In the first 30 days, you will cut your burnout in half increase your professional fulfillment by at least 150% and your self-compassion will go up at least 250%. And that is just your first 30 days. So if you want to save yourself years of trial and error, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator today. Or if you want to take the easy way, just click the link in the show notes to check out the perfection rewired accelerator.